Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And now is the time where we search the planet, the universe, the seven seas for the buy of the week. Thank you, Wade. Um, TVs have gotten so much less expensive through the years. And, you know, where we went from 30,000 4K TVs now to, you know, hundreds of dollars for 4K TVs and such. And this is quite a buy, and it's at Walmart. This is the uh, Spectra, which I hope that's the way it's pronounced. It's S-C-E-P-T-R-E, 55-inch class 4K. It's a 2160p LED TV that comes with a 2160 resolution, 60 hertz refresh rate, does not come with a smart TV, uh, 16.9 aspect ratio. Uh, it has got multiple languages. Speaker is a 10 watt, uh, two 10 watt speakers, surround sound. It comes with four HDMI plugs, which is really quite good. One component plug and also a headphone jack and a USB 2.0, uh, uh, plug as well. So it comes with all the bells and whistles that you need to plug in other than being a smart TV. And uh, this TV had uh, at Walmart had 1,786 reviews, which is a whole bunch of reviews. And it got four out of five stars. The TV normally sells for $399.99. It's on sale at Walmart for $249.99 with free two-day shipping. So uh, you can even get a warranty if you want, a three-year warranty for 26 bucks or a four-year for $45. So a TV, it's again, it's this uh, Spectra 55-inch 4K TV, normal price of $399.99, uh, free shipping for $249.99, and that is one heck of the buy of the week. I mean, Ta-da! TVs, God, you need a TV for anyone? Your daughter need a TV? I mean, we don't need a TV. No. We don't need well, it's a worth TV, it just no, to have no. it in a box, mm-hmm. 55 inches for 250 bucks. That is crazy, I tell you, crazy. Um, so anyway, uh, so, all right. Did we, so we were going to talk um, about removing third-party access to Gmail. Oh, by the way, I wanted to tell you something before we get into the next story. Um, the Microsoft Edge browser, if you're using mm-hmm. Windows 10. Yep. I think I might start switching the show to using the Edge browser. Why? Really? Because what we do, so you all know, before we do the show, is we load up a ton of stories, and, you know, we talk about them and we refer to the stories. Well, if you're in the Edge browser, you can highlight Mm -hmm. stuff in the story. Okay. A yellow highlighter. And you can, so that when you glance at the page, you can see... Oh, and the link to that is, burr, 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 burr. Yeah, it's great. I tested it out, and Microsoft Edge really, really it makes a difference. Yeah, I mean, I like Microsoft Edge. For some reason, I can't explain why I don't really use it. I use Opera for the show. I just ended up liking that as a browser, and I don't know why particularly. But Yeah, uh, and I use yeah, I Chrome, it... but I think I might try it next week and see how it works, because yeah, uh, I really, I was doing some research on some other stuff this week, and I used the Edge browser, and I used the highlight feature on a very long article, which helped me when I had to go back, which is, you know, one of the benefits of paper, is you can right. use a highlighter. So, anyway, 
So this is a little thing from Microsoft Edge. If you like, if you're really a deep reader and you want to learn from things, and then print them out with the highlighter on them, there you go. All you right. can actually circle things and highlights. Great. Anyway. Good. Yeah. So removing so, third-party access to Gmail inbox. How do you do that? It, if you've been reading the news all week, everybody's like, "Oh my goodness, third-party apps can read your email." Oh my, this right. is really, 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 really bad. Well, duh. If you've given somebody access to your Gmail, like mm-hmm. there are plenty of apps that are helper apps for Gmail, they're right. going to be able to read your mail to work. Just like I said, the phone blocker apps mm-hmm. uh, do the same thing. In order to work, they need to read it. So how to remove them? Realize you're not going to be able to access them. Um, you can go to myaccount.google.com security dash checkup. And Google will go through a process of letting you know what apps can cur- that are outside of Google that can use your account. And you can go one by one. It's just like checking, you know, when you check what kind of permissions you give different apps on your phone. Mm-hmm. And Google will let you go through and be sure that you can remove third-party access to people maybe that you're not using. Um you know, like boomerang for email, all kinds of things. You just click remove access, and you can clear out your e- your Gmail and your Google, and you you can clear out your Google. And the point is, people won't be able to read your email that you may have given permission to ages ago. Remember when you'd go to a website and you could sign in by using your Facebook access or your Google access, and you thought that's a great idea. Gee, I don't have to come up with a password. For this website, mm-hmm. well, the problem is if you've signed in through Google or you signed in through Facebook, you're giving them permission to go to your Facebook page. Right. So, yeah, you got to deal with the passwords and what can I say? It's, it's okay. crazy. Uh, so, Mark, Uncle Bill, you thank tell you. us. Wait, before, yeah, before we go to Yeah, that, those Uncle pictures Bill. were great. Yeah, those are awesome. I like them. See, I'd wear those. Uh, Uncle Bill, I would definitely wear those because that's a T-shirt, and I can get away with doing that. Uh, I, I still like the – it's so funny that they call LeBron LBJ because for those of us who remember LBJ, yeah. he wasn't exactly the same guy. Uh, but, yeah, thank you, Uncle Bill. So, uh, send me three of those. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, iDrone HD really liked well, your buy of the week, just so you know. Oh, well, thank you. Well, good. Um, all right, so you want to clean up space on your iPhone. You know, I found the, f- the first thing and the most important thing to do when you buy a phone, you know, the phones have gone from 16 gig to, you know, 64 gig to 248. To, I mean, they're getting ridiculous in storage. So when I went to buy my iPhone 10, which was ridiculously priced, and I mostly hate the phone, um, I just, <laughs> I was trying, I, dude, what a great I, I'm telling you. I, I don't, honestly, I don't have a week that goes by without a problem with, with that phone. The screen goes black in the middle of a call. Sometimes the sound doesn't work. Uh, it's just ridiculous. So having said that. Um, is that going to make you move to another? I don't know. I mean, I, is, you know? is it enough to get, because, I mean, I, I broke up with Microsoft over the Surface RT. If you remember yeah. way back, yeah, the I first did. Surface tablet, yeah. uh, computer, laptop, whatever. And even though I'm in the market kind of maybe for a, a laptop, damn if I'm going to spend money with Microsoft after screwing me around for $800 yeah. on that. Uh, I, 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 
you know, burn me once, I'm not coming back again. Now, how I do mean, you feel have, about it? Are you that I much mean, in love with the think ecosystem? About it. Well, I am. I do like the ecosystem. It, it's nice that I take a picture and it goes on my iPad instantly. I like that you can text back and forth with people on your iPhone instantly. But just so, so you know, just so you know, if you use Google Photo mm -hmm. and you have Google Photo on your yeah, tablet, it'll up, it'll same thing. Sync it also. Same, yeah. same. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not there yet, but I got to tell you, if the iOS 12, which is coming out in, uh, purportedly in September, doesn't fix some of these errors, I'm going to have to seriously think about changing maybe to an Android phone. Because uh, as we talked about, the Huawei phone. Uh, Huawei. Huawei. Yeah, you, you have that one Huawei. sitting in the wings that you can yeah, just test out. Yeah, I play with it periodically. It's a great phone, yeah. and, I, and I like the phone, and, uh, you know, I, I have and I it works. It often yeah, it works great. It used to work great. I've never had a problem with it. So I'm going to think about it. Uh, and I'm sorry to say that because I have been a big fanboy of iPhone and iPad for a long time. Right now I'm having an iPad issue where the touchscreen isn't working well. So, you know, there are some things going on, and, and I don't know what the story is. But having said that, the point now, was... Now, do you use the giant iPad or do you use the 8-inch? No, I use the giant. I use the 12.9-inch iPad, which okay, I love. Okay, that's what Kurt uses, too. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And, now, there's a I, rumor that Samsung is coming out with a new giant tablet. Really? And their rollout will be coming out in August. Interesting. So okay. I've been speaking to them about that, so we'll see what happens. Well, that'll be interesting to see. So in any event, the, point, uh, the original point I was trying to make was that when you buy a phone and you go, oh, I need 256 gig of storage, before you spend a fortune more to buy the extra storage, look at your current phone and see how much of your storage you've used. So right, I had right. 128, and I was about to upgrade to 128 again, and I looked at my phone, and after a year, I had 30 gig used with 35 gig available to me. And I don't, you know, again, depends on what you use it for, whether you're taking pictures or you're doing video, that's that's the killer. But if you have a phone that you're trying to, you know, lighten up on, in the yeah. iPhone, you can go to Settings, General, and iPhone Storage. Uh, you'll find a color-coded bar chart that tells you how much of your storage is being used down to the gigabyte, and it gives you the list of apps and functions to tell you what's using your phone up. Uh, for example, six gigs shown next to the podcast app may include dozens of podcasts you've downloaded over a year. You know what? Get rid of them if you're not listening to them. Yeah, I mean, anymore. really, Other... do you have to keep podcasts forever and ever? Yeah, now, what don't. I do, just so you know, is I save, like I have, believe it or not, like at least two days' worth of old Gene Shepard radio shows oh, and gosh, old Shepherd, Art Bell it. radio shows yeah. and well, just stuff passed, like by that. Way, not long ago. Yeah. And yeah. and when I'm on a plane, I just set the because I t I can't sleep when there's music. <laughs> right. You know, I'm, my head sings along with the music, so I will go to. It just it's fabulous. Just put it on, and I can hit. But I put them on a chip, which that chip has the podcasts and such. And when I go on a trip, I just slip that into the Pop phone. It in. You yeah. Can't do that on an iPhone or a tablet. But. Now, that's interesting that you, for those of you who don't know who Art Bell is, Art Bell was a guy who just passed away recently that was on KBC uh, before I was on KBC in Los Angeles. But he well, was he was nationwide with a show called yeah. Coast to Coast AM. Right, but he was a big UFO guy. So my question to you was, you really feel comfortable listening to his podcast while you're flying on a plane, looking out the window? Yeah, to see what because be I think that's, it's all funny. 
I mean, it's just okay. Art Bell. He was a, he was great. He was funny. He, he was, was an interesting guy. Paramus yeah. Vegas is where he lived, or Nevada rather. Uh, Pahrump, anyway, so Pahrump, Nevada. Pahrump. Oh, was it Pahrump? Pahrump, yep. Is that what it was? N- not Paramus. Um, Paramus is in Paramus. New Jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Paramus, New Jersey. That's right. Pahrump. You're right. They all start so with So just tell uh, people quick how to take stuff yeah. off their iPhone. Well, basically, just look at your phone. If you've got uh, games or apps or dev- things sitting on your phone that you never use anymore, just delete them. You know, in an iPhone, and I assume it's the same in Android, when you download something from the App Store and you pay for it, it's there forever. So even right, if you, you can always it get phone, it back. Yep, you can always reinstall it whenever you would like. So it's like when items. I'm not traveling, I delete all the hotel. I I only load the hotel apps if I'm going to that hotel. American Airlines app only goes on when I'm flying American. Same with British Airways in Alaska. I don't keep right. them on my device all the time. Yep. <laughs> Exactly. You can also, your browsing history on your phone, if you uh, care more about the space than the convenience of, say, Chrome and Safari, which saves your historical stuff, uh, you can go to Settings, Safari, click on Clear History and Website Data. For Chrome, you can open up the app and go to Settings, and at the bottom, click uh, Clear Browsing Data. Uh, One of the biggest ones, of course, is your photographs. Store them in the cloud. You don't have to store them on your phone. Store them somewhere. Uh, to stop streaming directly, you can go to Settings, Photos, Upload to My Photo Stream, and switch it off. So yeah, there's a lot of things in there that you don't really need, or uh, you know, download them to a hard drive or something. Just get them off your phone. You know, How often do you look at the 30,000 photos that you've done? And, Marcia, as you mentioned, Google Photo and Dropbox are other options where you can store your information. Uh, so there's a number of things that you can use that uh, will be effective to clean up your phones, and we suggest that you do that. One of the things you didn't mention, and that I totally, being the nerd that I am, I did not notice and didn't even think of, was messages. I mean, I have messages on my uh, until I started cleaning them out, back to, and they have pictures. And every picture that's sent on a message takes up space in your phone. So, since as a matter of fact, maybe I'll do that today in this heat. I will go through and delete. I mean, stuff you really don't need are old messages. Yeah, Yeah, you don't need that stuff. Get rid of it. Uh, So, you know, you can now uh, see who's on your network. Do you want to know that? Well, I I always knew that, kind of. (laughs) So, what, what, what do you suggest that they do? Well, I suggest, and this isn't the article that I had posted, is I go and log into my router. Mm-hmm. And each router has its IP address. Uh, generally, it's 192.168.1.1. Right, right. And you just log in there, and you can see your network map. And you can right. see who's on the network. You can also do that from your phone if your phone is connected to your home Wi-Fi. Right. Um this article that we have from PC Magazine tells you, oh, yeah, download more apps. Who is on my Wi-Fi? Right. Who is, you know, yeah. But wait a minute. When you've given a third-party app permission to look at your network, all of a sudden it's going to get the MAC address of every device you have in your home. Right. Think about it. Every device. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. And what's even better, wireless network watcher, you can go through and personalize each of the items. So mm-hmm. now this third party, who we don't know who they are, um, will have a record of every device in your house and the name that you've chosen to give it. 
Yep. So I just recommend log into your router, 192.168, whatever it is. Uh, Google, you know, the default for your router company, and you have uh -huh. a password. Log in and look at the network map. Don't use a third-party app. This there is going to be a year for me against third-party yep. apps. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, so let's talk a little bit. Do you ever look at Netflix user reviews? Okay, because we have, uh, not direct, we have Dish Network. Dish Network, And right. every, every weekend we look, what's the new movies? We've got to check yep, it out. Sure. And then I will watch the trailer, and then I'll go uh, ask Google, let's say, Seven Days Nintebi movie. And yep. Google will come back with the ratings for me. Right. Now, I have found the ratings to become worse and worse and worse, especially on Rotten Tomatoes and as it was on Netflix. Worse as um, in the, they're not giving good reviews or worse as in they suck? They're not, they're not appropriate or they're not, you know, like it'll have two. Well, it'll have two because this was a movie that actually made you think and wasn't a slasher movie. Right. In other words, the taste of the general public is really getting let's say, different. <laughs> yep. I did find a good um, metric was Google users. After you watch a movie, look up the movie on your phone and mm -hmm. give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And I find that people who use the Google thumbs up or thumbs down because they'll say, okay, 88% of Google users like this movie. Right. Well, that's it. I've found that Google users are less weird about it and are more reliable than looking at the reviews on the different sites. What about you? Well, I find that I, this is so odd, and I don't pay attention to them at all, because if and I watch a lot of Netflix, uh, it's always great reviews. I mean, they always have five-star reviews on these movies or TV shows, and I thought, show me one that sucks. And it always seems like the new stuff has these, so I don't, I don't even look at it at all. I just use my own opinion, or I will go out on the internet like you just did and Google reviews for, um, for series. Because by the way, you can get TV series, Netflix movies by just Googling it. Uh, it doesn't have to be your standard Rotten Tomatoes, and even Rotten Tomatoes looks at Netflix films too. Exactly. So, now, just yeah. all you have to do is tap the microphone on an Android phone, say the name of the movie and the word movie. Right. And all of the ratings come up. Correct. Yeah, that's interesting. So, there you so, go. so there, so Netflix is getting rid of those, and uh, they probably should, because who really cared about that? Um, <laughs> so I came across an article because we're talking about, you know, streaming TV. Yep. And there was an article about exactly what internet speed do you need for Sling, Directv, Hulu, yep. Netflix. Um, and I think that's interesting because you usually think, whoa, I, I, I probably have to have an awful lot to be streaming movies. But no, you, you really don't. don't. You really don't. Uh, streaming video content on portable devices. Now, remember one thing. The smaller the device, the smaller the screen, the less data you have to download. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So a 4K movie isn't going to download in 4K on your phone. Right. But if you put it up on a TV, it's going to be a lot bigger of a file. So if it's your tablet and your phone, you only need 3 megabits per second or yep. more. Yep. Um, they say 5 megabits per second or more on a TV, PC, or Mac. I'm, I might 
argue that because we've had no, some I actually have issues. That. That's exactly what I have. I have a five megabit. I have two. Uh, I have, as I've talked about, HughesNet, which is 25 megabits. But for my TV streaming, I use my Earthlink connection, which is five, and it streams beautifully. Never had a problem. Oh. With, I shouldn't say never, but rarely have I had a problem at five megabits. So that works. Well, it, I, we probably get throttled. I don't think. Oh, uh, maybe. Char- yeah, I don't think Charger Charter likes it. You know, if I set up a bunch like three different shows to download, um, it just we can watch it the next day. I, I don't even bother. Now they say in order to support multiple devices in a home, uh, right. 25 megabits per second or more. But you know, personally, uh, just shoot out into the other room. You streaming something? I'm. I pay the bills. Yeah. I get to do yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there right? is a good speed. In that article, though, there is a good speed test that I've used, and it's actually Netflix. It's fast.com. Well, we've talked about that internet. many times. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're very good. Yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because it says your Internet speed is 170 megs. Yeah, who's getting that? Right, right. I, I tweeted that this morning. Uh, Hulu recommends uh, for 720p HD, mm-hmm. 3 megabits per second. Okay. 1080p. HD, 6 megabits per second, and 4K Ultra HD, 13 megabits per second, and mm, I think your mileage may vary, personally. (laughs) (laughs) That's my personal opinion. But but take a look. Runfast.com on your device and see what you're getting first. And if you need to adjust things before you want to stream things, that's what I'd do. Yeah, I agree. So the news is out, Marcia. The most watched and popular of television formats is Netflix for Americans. That doesn't surprise me at all. Does that surprise you? No. (laughs) No? No, I mean, you know, YouTube is fine, but Prime Video, I was surprised, and I'll share this a little later today, uh, was way down there. It was right around with premium cable. I mean, it was neck and neck with premium cable. And I will tell you, I I think, why. Well, the reason I think that is, is that a lot of TVs don't offer Prime Video as an option. They, every one of them offers Netflix, and I think you're getting a bit more on Prime than you used to. But it's not, even for me, I like the things on Prime, but they're certainly not as prolific in original programming as Netflix is. And, uh, you know, they don't have the magnitude that they do. And I think Yeah, but you can like find a, any movie on the planet also. You can. If you can't find you it can. on Netflix, you can find it on Amazon. And Amazon is baked into all our TVs. So uh, Yes. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think so more of like the newer TVs do have it, but I think the older ones didn't. I have to go kind of jump through a couple of whistles and bells to, to actually get Prime on a, on a newer TV. Okay, I have a question. Have you watched yeah. movies on YouTube? Uh, no, I have not. So on an Android phone, if you pull up a video on YouTube, you can throw it to your television, which is flawless. It works great. What we did Mm -hmm. yesterday, all of a sudden, my daughter's TV in the guest house (laughs) came up on my phone. Mm -hmm. So I streamed a 1960s (laughs) laugh-in to her TV. (laughs) Oh, funny. And she called up, and she was nuclear. Mom, Mom, something's wrong with my TV. And then I couldn't shut it off, which was even funnier. But uh, streaming, if you have an Android phone, you can Mm -hmm. stream YouTube to a TV, which makes it a lot more valuable, in my humble opinion. Okay. So uh, what TVs, what movies, what shows have been watching? 
We saw Seven Days in Entebbe. Oh, how was that? I haven't seen that yet. Fabulous. Fabulous. Okay, fabulous. It was really well done. Interesting. I have that. I'll watch it. I watched Beirut, which was excellent as well. With Really? Because uh, that was Hamm. the next one we were going to look yeah. at. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. Uh, John Hamm about uh, back in the 70s in Beirut. Uh, you told me you watched The Domestics, and I started to watch it, and after your review, I turned it off. So you did not like that movie, right? And it carried it too far. You know, I don't even remember it because I totally it was blotted about the it apocalypse, from my memory. Something. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was just never-ending nonsense. It just didn't. Oh, if you, you want to show, you can watch people beat each other up and, and do gross things to each other anywhere. You don't have to uh, watch that movie. You can do that at home. Uh, yeah, right. And that's it for us, everybody. Everyone have a great week. As always, we ask that you do not drink and drive. We want you back with us. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Have a great to weekend. Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. Tired of presentations with no impact, no inspiration, and no traction? Do dull speakers have you and your team disengaged and distracted by smartphones? Christopher McAuliffe brings energy, insights, and two decades of experience delivered with punch, humor, and heart. Your team will leave energized, uplifted, and with a sense of purpose. Visit ChristopherMcAuliffe.com to bring some heat to your next speaking engagement. M-C-A-U-L-I-F-F-E. ChristopherMcAuliffe.com. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business Radio. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. It's for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. It'll help you to work less by getting your business to produce more. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Do you want to be a professional coach? Are you in business trying to make a real difference with people you manage or work with? Have you started a coaching practice that isn't quite getting off the ground? Get the skills you need to be a successful coach today with the Coach's Training Program from Accomplishment Coaching. The Coach's Training Program will show you how to help others focus and be more fulfilled. Whether you want to improve your company's bottom line or create a thriving coaching practice, Accomplishment Coaching can give you the distinctions and practices you need to coach others effectively today. Accomplishment Coaching has spent six years developing a cutting-edge coaches training program that will have you ready to coach people professionally in just 12 months, and you don't have to take time off work to do it. To find out more about the coaches training program, just call 1-888-548-6813. That's 1-888-548-6813. Kenja Dixon was crowned the number one sales executive through hard work, deep thinking, and the revelation of Universal Talk Laws. He now wants to share these lessons with you. Universal Talk Laws are what you need to know and use in business and at home to have successful and effective conversations. Kenja Dixon shares his wisdom, action plans, and wealth. Each book comes with a chance to win $10,000. Find Universal Talk Laws at KenjaDixon.com. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on VinVillage Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? 
then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect.